Welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast where we are shining the light of God's Word in the church to discuss and resolve real everyday issues that are taking place around the world throughout the nation exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly as we engage in powerful conversations with our expertise, opinions, and revealing everything through the truth of God's Word on every topic imaginable. And so we thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shay Zorn, and I'm excited. Excited to be with you on tonight in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, glory be unto God in this place. In the majestic name of Jesus. Oh, my, my, my. Um, I'm excited that you have joined us in the church on tonight. I am your host, and I do send kingdom greetings unto you as God has a phenomenal show planned for us. I'm always excited of what God brings in the church and how he just send his people uh, a right now word, a, a rhema message, something that they can take and and just and, and utilize in their day-to-day living where people are getting healed, set free, and delivered, my God, in the majestic name of Jesus. So it is going down in the church on tonight, and I'm absolutely excited um as always because i'm always excited to be in your presence in the fellowship uh in the fellowship in the fellowship of the brethren in the presence of god and so it's just absolutely always amazing 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 as we get started on tonight or get ready to get started of course of course of course um you know we have to go through the thr- to the throne of grace amen in the majestic name of jesus so um let us go before our father on tonight hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god thank you father you are amazing and awesome and glorious and there is no one like you you are the king of glory mighty are you god and we just thank you in this place for joining us tonight in the church that lord god that you will release your glory like never before that you would lord god heal set free that you would anoint oh god that you oh god would regulate our minds that you will cause those things out of alignment to come into alignment with your very word O holy one of israel thou we bless your name in this place hallelujah thank you lord we thank you lord we thank you king we magnify you we glorify you we thank you lord god for words of penetration and activation that will transform at 
atmospheres that will regulate the heart and the mind of man, oh God. Almighty King, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, and cause our thoughts to be right, oh God. Cause our thoughts to become yours as you elevate us in your word of truth, Almighty King of Israel, so that your people would no longer be in bondage, that they would no longer operate and move in shame or hurt or pain or disappointment, but they will be free because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we thank you, Lord God, for liberating your people in their minds, in their emotions, oh God, in their in their body, God, in the name of Jesus. The Lord God, as you liberate, oh God, that sickness and ailments, oh God, flee, that they're no longer tormented, oh God, by past hurt and pain and disappointment and shame, oh Holy One of Israel. The father of Isaac, Jacob, and Abraham. Hallelujah. The creator of man, the creator of the world. Oh, gracious King, we thank you that you rule and abide in our life. And that, oh God, that, oh Lord God, that we humble ourselves under your mighty hand so that you may have your way, that you may use us, oh God, in whatever capacity that you need to use us, oh mighty King, so that you may be glorified in the earth, so that people may meet you, know you, oh God, that they may hear from you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as we operate and move as ambassadors for Christ Jesus, as you utilize us, oh God, to do your work, to do your work, oh God, as we move in purpose, as we move in kingdom purpose, oh God, in the identity in which a very thing in which you have brought us forth to do and be, oh God, in the majestic name of Jesus, in the boldness of uh, your kingdom, oh Holy One of Israel, we bless your name in this place for such a time as this, that even, oh God, for those, oh God, who have lost time, that you're going to redeem it for their behalf. <coughs> In the name of Jesus, that time will be redeemed, oh God, that, oh Lord God, that, hallelujah, that you would accelerate time, oh God, uh, for your people on on the behalf of your people, oh God, where it would be as if they did not miss a beat as they step and move in the tune of your heartbeat, oh God, to the measure of your word in which you have, oh God, spoken for their lives and in their lives in the majestic name of Jesus. Glory be unto your holy and righteous name in this place. Oh, God, we lift you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We lift you up in this place. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. For this very hour, oh, God. We thank you for what you're about to release in the church on tonight for your people. We give you honor 
and we give you praise. And it is in the majestic name of Jesus that we have prayed. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'm just believing with you, even as I just stand that God is doing a mighty, a great thing in your life. That he is my God. He's causing your enemies to scatter right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to his holy and righteous name. I'm just believing, amen, glory to God for you, that victory is yours, that you shall, my God, defeat your adversary and your foes that you shall rise in the glory of God's word in your life and for your life in the name of Jesus that you will no longer be stuck abound you'll no longer be in places where you are complacent or confused but my God you're walking in the freedom and the liberation of God's word for your very life free to be to do everything that God has called for for you to do hallelujah glory to God we bless the name of Jesus the generation of curses is being broken off of your life that you will no longer hide behind the baggage of which have come down through your family lineage in the majestic name of Jesus oh God have your way in the church on tonight my God hallelujah thank you Jesus glory to God hallelujah thank you Lord we just bless the name of Jesus in this Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, glory. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, my God, glory to God. Before we get into our broadcast and dive into our broadcast on tonight, dynamic people of God, we're going to take a moment and let us just have a song of worship, a song of worship, a song of praise, a song of adoration unto the Lord, amen, in the majestic name of Jesus, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, my God. God is doing some things. You know, we're created to worship in spite of situation, circumstances. You can still worship him. You can still give him praise. You can still magnify him because it is in your praise. My God is where you're going to have your deliverance, where you're going to have your breakthrough, where you're going to see the salvation of the Lord begin to manifest in your life. Dynamic people of God, amen. We just bless the name of Jesus. Let us have a song of worship. Hallelujah. 
Hello, my God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody got to go ahead and say hello, victory. Mama, hello, victory. Somebody got to tell defeat. Bye, bye. My God. In the majestic name of Jesus. Glory be unto God in this place. My, my, my. Somebody ought to be excited because a word of God, um, defeat is behind you. You no longer um rest or uh, uh in a place of defeat, but you got victory in Christ Jesus uh, because you are more than a conqueror. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. So we bless God for you. Amen. Um glory to God that you win, that you win in spite of uh, uh of your situation, your circumstance, you win in spite of what you was born in and what conditions um that it that it that uh, the circumstances that may be surrounding you you win my god in the majestic name of jesus hallelujah so go ahead and tell victory hello my god and defeat goodbye because you win my god in jesus name i told you guys we got an amazing show yes bless you we got an amazing show set up for you on tonight and i'm gonna get ready to introduce our guest and also introduce our topic because i haven't told you that yet either amen um glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah uh but because we just worshiping the lord amen in the name of jesus getting you ready for what god is about to release in the church on tonight oh my god in the name of jesus so go ahead and do me a favor go ahead and get this broadcast go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms you can text it out email it out give it get it out to whoever in your circle or influence so that they can join us in the church on tonight because i know god is getting ready to release a word amen um that is going to be the edification of your soul of their soul amen it's a word of freedom a word of power a word of authority you're going to get ready to take back amen um what god your what god has given unto you you're going to take back what the enemy has stolen um from your life you're no longer going to be paralyzed or stuck or in places of confusion amen you're getting ready to advance today is your day of breakthrough through today is your day of healing today is the day of deliverance amen glory to god you've been around that mountain too long whatever your mountain being that's been keeping you going in circles you're gonna break camp and get ready to advance to proclaim the promises that god has called forth in your life my god in the majestic name of jesus hallelujah glory be unto god in the church on tonight dynamic people of god have you ever been in a place where you thought that it was over you was hoping that it was all behind you but for some reason that thing just keep holding on to you it will not let you go 
And and every time you turn around, even sometimes in your sleep, it, it comes and it hunts you and and it hunts you the event, the occurrence of of, of, of the pain, and, and sometimes it torments you um, at night, and sometimes you know uh, it affects you emotionally, and you don't even know what's going on, but it is uh, that thing, that pain, um, that disappointment that's down on the inside that calls you to lash out at people, you know, for for no reason. They're just to um they get the end of your pain because you're tied to a situation in the past. More than you you can even begin to imagine it's affecting your relationship. It, it's affecting your marriage. It's affecting your business. It's affecting your ministry. It is infecting um your uh, your 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 how you communicate and handle um your children. It's affecting you and your your job and even your education because you have just not been able to let some things go. On tonight, we're gonna deal with unforgiveness in the church and we're gonna amen glory to god and just talk about the importance and even the power in it so that amen um you would no longer be stagnated you'll no longer be procrastinating you would no longer be hunted and tormented by your past hurt pain shame and disappointment my god in the majestic name of jesus glory to god so on tonight we got a powerful woman of god a powerful woman of God that is gracing us in the church on tonight. Um, she has served in many capacities at Faith and Action Ministries. She is the help meet to her loving husband of 28 years and the spiritual eyes and ears that guide them as they lead the flock assigned by God. She is an awesome woman of God mother of three earthly children and spiritual mother of many. She completed her studies with C.H. Mason Bible College and the Institute of Biblical Studies at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, which has served as preparation for her calling of prophetess and leader. She is dedicated and sold out to God's service. Oh yes, um prophetess is a lover of God's people and she has a special love for hurting women. She pours back into God's people and has canceled all ages and cultures. The Lord has entrusted her with gifts to edify the body. She is designed to be a true worshiper, answering the call to ministry, to minister to God's people through her powerful testimony, dynamic singing, wisdom, and encouragement. She is faithful to her calling and stands steadfast by her husband as he continues to follow God. In 2008, she received her honorary doctorate of divinity from World Christianship Ministries in Fresno, California, and has completed 
her studies and earned her certificate as a life coach from the Life Coach Institute in Gulf Breeze, Florida. She has completed her studies in drug and alcohol counseling and psychology social work with Stanford Career Institute in St. Albans, Vermont and holistic therapy and pastoral counseling with Phoenix State University. She is dedicated to serving the whole man. I want to introduce to you guys on tonight. Hallelujah. I'm none other than the wonderful, amazing, powerful, anointed, and appointed. Um, elect Lady Patricia Rogers God's mouthpiece. Hallelujah. In the church with us on tonight. Bless you. Prophetess, thank Bless you for you. joining us in the church on tonight. Bless you. Honored to be here. It's an honor. Amen. I just enjoy what I've heard uh, just coming on as you were speaking encouraging, inspiring words to the church. Amen. And so thank you for that lovely introduction. Uh, and I hope that what really stuck out, really, listen, I'm called to the whole man. And so I hope that the church, uh, and I know some of the discussions y'all been discussing because I've been uh, keeping up with it, and, and y'all like to be real, and that's what I like. Because how many of you know that God can only heal the real us? Amen. And so we know that we're we're talking about unforgiveness, and, and you said something powerful earlier about how that thing will stick with you. It will stick with you. I don't care what your title is. I don't care how you speak in tongue all day. I don't care if you're the best person in the world. That thing has a way of coming back up. The, the flesh cries for a resurrection every day. And let me back up and give honor to you, woman of God. Thank you so much for having me. Amen. And so uh, we know that uh, the Bible tells us to forgive. We, you know, we know that. And that's the thing with the church. We, we know that we know the script, you know, and we can quote it and we can say it. But sometimes if, if we can tell the truth, the flesh wins every now and then. And so uh, the Bible tells us to forgive. Uh, so our Father can forgive us. He told us to pray for those that despitefully misuse us. He told us to do it now. He told us to pray for our enemies. But every now and then, I like what you said, we think we've over it. We think we've done with that thing. But what God showed me one time, woman of God, he spoke to me, and I did. I thought it was over. And see, we think it's over. How many, you, you saw the person, you waved at them, and so you thought it was all right. You, you saw them in the store, and you waved, and so I'm thinking I'm Okay. But the Lord spoke to me, and he said, you put forth a good effort, but you really have not forgiven. And so we get those things confused. And you put forth a good effort because we know the script, and we get caught up in the administration of the church because we come to church on time. And I come there, and I'm the first lady, and I know exactly what to do. I know how to look. You understand what I'm saying? But you get caught up in that, and we leave the spirit of the matter out. And we got to be led by the Spirit. And a lot of times people, you know, when they use that word being led by the Spirit, they try to be all mystical and all up in the air. No, no, no. That just means being obedient. We must obey. It is written in the Bible and it has told us what to do. But I did find out years ago that forgiveness is for me. And if we can get that, because sometimes we feel that the forgiveness is for them. 
Uh, sometimes do we have a right to be upset? Probably do. Uh, did that person do it wrong? They probably did. But we, we, we don't have a right to be angry. The Bible said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So really, you don't even have a whole day. You, you're supposed to go, to go to bed angry. You're supposed to hold that stuff. But there is a spirit called familiar spirit. And what will happen is because it is familiar with you. It knows what button to push. It knows what to do. It knows what turns you on. It knows what turns you off. It knows your personality. It has laid back in the cut. It has peeped you out, and it knows exactly what to do. It is familiar with your surroundings and familiar with your situation, and so it lingers. And so I was in a situation before where so many things were happening back to back, and it was compounding. And this one person, as you said before, they caught my wrath, honey. They caught the wrath. And I had to go back and tell her, listen, even though she was wrong to a degree, but I said, I had to admit it. We got to admit it and then quit it. I had to go to her and say, look, it wasn't all you. But because I was tired and fed up and so much was going on and I was in the flesh, I was hurt by other things. When you came up, I had zero tolerance. That does not give me an excuse to do it. But what we do have to do is admit when we are going through. We have to admit to the Lord. You have to say, Lord, I am angry. And we know the Bible says he knows our, our thoughts are far off. Yes, he does. But he also told us to ask. He told us we can come boldly before the throne of grace. He said the veil has been ripped now. And so we don't have to wait on nobody. We're already open. And so what we need to do is say, Lord, yes, I'm still hurt. You ever been in a situation, and, and see, I tell people anytime you see the person uh, get into a situation uh, familiar to that other situation, you get a little twig in your flesh, you're not over it. You're not over it. If that person calls you on the phone and you can't stand even see her face pop up in your phone contact, you're not over it. And people take that lightly, but that thing has a way of sitting. And that's why the Bible said don't let bitterness take root because if bitterness take root i'm talking about it will sit down in that place honey and it will show enough take our god to remove it. we would have to really seek the lord and get in his face we, at that time we don't have time to be running to everybody else this is not the time to be talking trying to see what they do about it and how you feel about it you know you and but i do tell people this when you're going through a certain thing and if a thing or a place or a person is not good for you you need to remove yourself and get along with God. But I, I know one thing that we can do. We can do all things through Christ that's strengthening us. The, the devil tried to make us think that it's a hard thing and that we cannot do it. But the Bible said this is but a light thing in the eyesight of the Lord. And so we need to forgive. Unforgiveness is running rapid in the church. People are preaching with unforgiveness in their heart. They say they're prophesying, <laughs> that's what they say, with unforgiveness in their heart. They're laying hands on people with unforgiveness in their heart. You prophesied to me, and even if you do that, you have to do that out of love, but you're prophesying angry. While you're prophesying, you got an attitude. That is not of God. So we have to go deep, and we have to weigh ourselves against the Scripture, not against people. Because just because you handle the situation one way, I handle another way. Are we handling it the way God gives us to handle it? It has nothing to do with our name. My name is Rogers. But when I come into Christ Jesus, we have to be in him, in Christ, not in the church. He said, if you're in Christ, you're a new creature. So when I come over into Christ, my last name don't make no difference. That I'm a Rogers, that's just the way I am. No, no, no. I'm in Christ Jesus. And so I must obey and that's the key thing. We must, we must identify. We, we just really must tell the truth so God can heal the real us. 
Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You said so many powerful things profitous, my God, um, in the name of Jesus. And I just absolutely love it. I absolutely love it on tonight, um, Dynamic Woman of God, because we want to really um, dig in some things and, 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 and speak with the people so that they could just even understand. I, I love it. You gave some of those attributes as well of, you know, how you can notice, how can you notice that you are still wrestling, um, with yeah. unforgiveness, my God, um, in the name of Jesus, great God. So I, I want to, um, talk about you know briefly for a moment i'm going to come back and touch some of these things but um i want to since we're right here and you have definitely given so much um let's talk about the effects of unforgiveness mentally emotionally and physically. oh my god yes emotionally honey it will take over your mind so until you, you first of all, you're trying to rationalize, you're trying to analyze, you're wondering, you got questions everywhere, you 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 up at night, you can't sleep, your mind is running to and fro, it causes anxiety, it affects you, it almost makes you think you're going crazy because you're wondering what you've done, you're up all night, and so it also affects the physical. It will cause you to have ulcers, and, and the reason I know because it did it, it did it for me because it caused you to worry. And the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, so it will affect your mind. And if you don't watch it uh, mentally, uh, if you're not healed and over that thing, you'll go to thinking that everybody is the same way. The devil makes you think that everybody feels the same way about you. Everybody is talking about you, and every situation will be the same. And so you become very angry. You put up this wall and you chop them people neck off before you know it. You just lash out, like you said earlier, and, and you won't get let nobody close to you. You get so hard-hearted. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to be very careful uh, how, how long we let that thing sit there. You know, that thing will take you, it'll, it'll take you further than you want to go and keep you longer than you want to stay. It'll hold you pr in t prisoner to it. You'll become a slave to it. Sometimes you're wondering why you can't let it go. You have become enslaved to it. And so then, uh, even emotionally, you you just you find yourself crying one minute. I'm telling you, you don't watch it because feelings are fickle, and sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. You almost feel like you slap crazy because you'll be crying one minute, you'll be angry one minute, then you'll be bitter the next, then you'll feel sorry, then you'll beat yourself up. A lot of times you're going through that and keep unforgiveness. Nobody really have to bother you because you're your worst enemy. You're going to beat yourself down. That's how the devil will work on your mind and on your body and on your emotions. He'll have you feeling bad one minute, have you acting a fool now. He'll make you act up flesh your act up, then he'll be, let you beat yourself up because you know better. And so you just, like you said, you're in a wrestle. You're just wrestling. You're just wrestling. And it is unhealthy. You begin to have migraine headaches. You're hurting. Your blood pressure will go. It's just not good. It's not. It will cause cancer, believe it or not, because this stuff will start going into your body, into your stomach, and into your bones. You begin to hurt. I mean, things will affect you. Unforgiveness. Is, is a hard thing. We have to learn, like we said earlier, to identify it because if we don't watch it, it would really take us out. And it, it would have you, you said it, it would have us, uh, we're supposed to set the tone in our house. Well, you'd be snapping off at your husband. He hadn't done a thing. 
you want to beat the children, the dog, and the cat. They, they're not doing it, but doing what they've been doing all the time. But because you don't know how to handle it. And I tell leaders, and, and it's not the downers, but we have to learn. We have to learn to manage our emotions. We really have to learn to manage. And that don't mean fake, because I don't like that. I hear people say, fake it till you make it. No, baby, that's not God. No, I ain't going to fake it. Don't fake it till you make Come it. But you can now. F-A-I-T-H till you make it. You can fake it till you make it. So uh, you, it'll cause a whole lot of trouble, I'm telling you. It'll just be like a tornado. You would be a walking time bomb. Can't nobody speak to you. You're ready to get them. And so we just have to be careful with that. We have to face it. We, we, you know, we just have to face it squarely. Then we have to accept, you know what? We even have to accept our responsibility in the matter. Because a lot of times there's some things that have gone on and we, it's easy for us to blame the person. But I've had to even go back, woman of God, and retrace and see what, did, what was my responsibility in the matter. Did I talk right? Did I say that right? Maybe what did I do to cause that? Amen. That's good. That's good. You know, that is one of the things that we really have a difficult time, that self-evaluation. Yes. My Jesus. We have a um, difficult time doing that self-evaluation, and that self-evaluation is very, very vital. It's vital to your health. It's vital to your strength. It is, it's vital to your emotions, and it's, it's, it's okay, and one of the things that I, I notice or, or one of the things that I see, um, woman of God, is, you know, we have an issue with um, that self-examination because for some reason, uh, you know, uh, you, you said something, you said, you know, because I'm, I'm, I attend church, I'm, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in place when I need to be in place, I'm on all the auxiliaries and things of that nature, and we become so self-righteous um, that I, I can't be wrong. Right. (laughs) You know, I can't do anything because, you know, I'm such a such such. Don't let us get a title. Oh, help us, Jesus. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. And but at the same time, you know, you you said something you said it it, it can also turn into cancer. And Mm -hmm. so that unforgiveness is 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 right there on the inside, just eating you all up. Eating you all up and and keeping you bound and keeping you stuck. Look, woman, I I had to learn. God taught me unforgiveness in a very uncomfortable space. A very uncomfortable space. But one thing that he did show me, if you going to serve me, you going to serve me with everything that you have. You're going to serve me with everything that you have. And and, and I'm going to show you the extent in which you're going to have to serve. I learned um, forgiveness in a very unorthodox way. but um, Because the person I had to forgive was dead. And um, when the person died, God had the, the daughter to come and say, hey. Um, they asked if anybody can eulogize my father. And it was you that God placed on my heart. Like, God, is no way. <laughs> it is no way that you put me on the heart. And when she said it, I knew that it was a God assignment. But it was the condition of the assignment. Because this was, uh, uh, um, this was a, an, an, a someone who... 
abused me, right? Who molested me as a child. And so, you know, here I am, you know, I've been called to the gospel, right? Who called to the gospel. But that thing had to happen so many years ago. You know, sometimes we just suppress things even in the, you know, the back of our mind, things that don't happen in the past. And we just keep on moving in life. And so right there at that moment when um, it brought up so many different things, the enemy began to, you know, he began to ride me. And so when she said, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, Because I knew it was a God assignment. I'm always in a position where I just desire to please God. And I had to tell... um, I had to tell... So um, I... I, I, um, I, that uh, the enemy that's what it was the enemy was right on my shoulder and so he was like oh yeah this your time to get back this just your payback time you know and that whole week i struggled i struggled you know um i struggled that week the enemy you know all playing tricks in my mind all, so many different things and god at the same time god's ministering to me and i remember i went to my pastor because i again i was very youthful in my just coming out in the ministry i don't think i was six months i had been um ministering for six months yet but um, i went to my pastor and i'm like hey pastor you know i have this funeral that i have to eulogize and you know i've never done a funeral before so if you can you do it i was trying to pass it off to him so that he can do it i was like you can you come and do it and then that way i can watch you and you can show you know i can um see how it's done and all those type of things and he was like no come on to my office let me show you da 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 and he just went and i'm like and i i never told him what happened i never told him the background of what was going on and so I'm like, okay, God. So, and literally all the way until I took the podium, I struggled all the way until I took the platform to do the eulogy. And that was that deciding moment that I had to decide if I was going to forgive and do what God needed for me to do to comfort the family or... I was going to hold on to the unforgiveness and use that moment and that platform as a place of wrath. And in the word of God, when I stood there and I got up, you know, God won, God won. I I humbled myself. I humbled myself in, in, amen, um, word of God and, and, forgave at that moment and and just let God do what it was that he needed to do um and and to even in that place of showing me I mean it was so many lessons taught in that you know what if even if the person was alive and they never came back and said that they was wrong or they never came back and apologized you know you still are to forgive whether dead or alive that's right and it was a powerful lesson in my life that has really taken me by leaps and bounds that even when um circumstances come about and you know and 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 because you're around hurting people in ministry (laughs) that um when they do things to, to hurt me or disappoint or things of that nature that i'm just i'm able to let it go not stay stuck in um, what someone has done to me. Amen. Um, glory to God. Because it was a pivotal moment in my life right there in 
that place um dynamic woman of god so let's just even talk about that because even as i was given that story it just it, it just brought back because sometimes we don't even know that's that right we have stuff right. there because it's been so <laughs> suppressed it's been so that's suppressed right. That's right. you know making me think about the woman um who lost the coin we yeah. don't lost the coin and she had to clean up some stuff <laughs> She had to clean up. She had to turn on the light and she had to clean up. Um, I just can only imagine stuff for just everywhere or piled up or y'all know how we just sweep stuff under the rug and keep it going and moving and yes. you know, you don't lost your identity right there in that pain. See, she lost some things and, and she realized, wait a minute, something was missing. I, I don't know who I'm speaking to out there, but do you feel like you're in a place where you're just not even sure? You just know you're not whole. You just know you're not whole. You know that something is missing and you're not even sure, you know, what it is. Yes, the woman with the coin, who had the 10 coins, she realized that it was one of her coins missing. But, amen, glory to God. And the mere fact that you know something is missing, you've misplaced the coin, whether it's your identity, whether it's your, your purity, whether it's your sound mind, whether it's your compassion or your you You lost something because of something that has taken place in your life, whether it's past or present mm. and it has caused you to shatter it caused you to um to be shattered in in your heart and and divided in so many different places and, and spaces where the enemy is able she said the word familiar she said the familiar spirit able to manipulate you yeah and know what pull the string what string to pull when to pull it just like a little right. you just like a little puppet all over the place. You can't get control mm -hmm. of any form of balance. And don't begin to try to begin to move in what God has called forth in your life. That's when he really begins to have uh, uh 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 be on the playing field and just have a real good time manipulating you, yes. deceiving you. Amen. And that emotional, from that emotional state and place in your life. Yes. My God, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But, Jesus, you know, he asked Jesus. the question, do you, do you, do you desire to be made whole? Yes. <laughs> do you desire to be made free? You, you know what, prophet is? I've also come in, to life, in, in life, and I've seen some things, right? And um, I'm prophetess, and I'm going to give this thing over to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Where people, you know, some people just want to hold on to it. Right. That's right. Some people just want to be bound, and, and they just don't want um, to be set free. Some people find That's the right. enjoyment of the enemy using them. I just have to, I'm going to put it, the enemy using them to manipulate, to deceive situations, circumstances. You are so right. Right there in that pain. I'm going to give it over to you, woman of God. Ah, uh, blessed be the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord. But I enjoyed, oh, my God. We have uh, been through, uh, it's just a divine connection because I also went through that. 
uh, and had to forgive someone that was dead. I had to forgive someone uh, that, that didn't come back to say that they were sorry. And I like when you said that because that's another problem in the church. We, I've had a person say, well, First Lady, I told her, I called and did like you said, and I, I told her not to forgive me, but she didn't tell me to forgive her. Well, we don't have nothing to do with that. And like you just said, some people will continue to be influenced by the devil. I have went to people because I believe in doing it the Bible way. I like when you said, I just always want to please God, and that is my desire. And I, I was listening as you said, as you went through that whole week, and as you struggled going through that pool pit, we just talked about it Sunday. But see, somebody else will look at, well, why is she struggling? Why is she shouldn't? No, no, no. But you still obeyed. And see, that comes back to what Paul said. He said, I bring my body. Uh, I feel God under the subjection, baby. And when you look that it means that he said he had to beat that body. Sometimes you got to say, uh-uh, body, you're not going to do that. Uh-uh, man, we're not going to think that we're going to cast it. No, no, we're going to do what the Bible tells us to do. And so all in that, when you, when I, everything was all said and done, you obey God. And so I also was molested, woman of God. And this is the thing, started when I was seven years old seven-year-old, and was by a family member. So here I am, a child, I don't know what's going on. So, you know, all through my life, that's why I had to understand familiar spirit. I had to do research on it because I didn't know what it was at first. I couldn't understand why everywhere I went, men would try to take my virginity from me. I'm minding my own being the child now. Own up. Everywhere I go, somebody would try to do that. But then later on, I find out it was familiar spirit. You know, I didn't understand it. But then, even when they want to keep being used by the devil, that's when we have to step in and say, well, okay, you know what? I had to tell one person, you're not going to continue to torment me. Now, if you want to stay there, that is you. And when I found out what the devil was doing, then I took a stand. But see, we cannot uh, really take a stand until we really can identify. We must know what's going on. And so when I found out what was going on, and so I shared my testimony with the person, uh, well, with the church and with people that I, uh, God allowed me to share it with, and we don't want to talk about it. It's the truth. We are in the church. Is that right? And and we're going to tell the truth on here. On, and so because Let's we know, this. okay, we're in the church. Okay, so we know that the devil can influence anybody. I just told them Sunday, if I allow, the devil will influence me. And guess what, woman of God, he has. <laughs> he has influenced me. So that's why can we know that we are not sinless, but if we be in the Lord, we will sinless. <laughs> and so I have to go back still and say, Lord, forgive me. I have matured, thank God. And so there was a time on, on this on this journey, uh, mine was a little bit different because the, the, the devil influenced people. So there was a pastor. The devil would influence the leaders. And so the leader was harassing me and trying to come on to me. My pastor now, back in the day, back in the day, my husband looks up to this man. He was a Peter to this man. He would walk in front of him, baby. He treated him like the king. He treated him with honor. And all at the same time, this man is trying to come on to me. Well, when things come out, well, I, they, they bring up us against the church. They get letters, baby, and write a petition. They even lie. You understand what I'm saying? Here I am. I have to go before the people. I have to tell the truth. And so... He lied and put it all on me. So you can imagine, I stopped being depressed, baby. I remember mm. going in the room for three long years and wouldn't even come out, sit on the floor, rocking back and forth like a crazy woman in the dark because they said, I tried to break up this man's family. 
because because of who he was and the side of check that he was born on and the caliber of the man he was, they said there was no way he could have done that. They better know, we better know that the devil can't influence anybody. So you know now I'm showing up angry. You know now I'm torn up on the floor up. You know now I'm showing up hurt because I felt like David. I said, okay, I expect the people in the street, but Lord, the one I take sweet counsel with, the man that I look up to teach me, the church that I grew up in, oh my God, okay, a sinner gonna be a sinner. I look for him to cuss me out. I look for, you understand? And so, that was a hard thing. But I was like you. I said, Lord, I want to please you. But in that, I still didn't lie. I said, I, the Lord said, pray. I remember he said, pray for them. They despite me. You pray for your enemy. I would get on my knees, woman of God. I had a tablet. I always have a tablet where I would put people's name down and pray for them daily, daily. Would I put his name at the top of the list? And at first, I wrote it, but I could not say it. But I kept working with that thing. I get on my knees again. And I, I, his name, I, I couldn't say it. But I put, put my finger on it. sound very simple, but God was working with me. <laughs> I tell people he took me to Jesus school. And so mm-hmm. he, I, I get on there, his name at the first, I, I put my finger on it. I couldn't say it. But after a while, I was able to say, Pastor, mm, and go, I couldn't say too much. And so every day, every day, then after a while, that thing broke loose. Because, you know what, the key word is what you said, I desired to please God. And so I just kept doing what I knew to do. I said, Lord, I've got to pray for it. i got to let this thing go. I, I, I have to pray for those that the Lord even spoke to me. He said, pray for him like any other soul. He said, And I said, Lord, I said, I am praying. When I first started, he said, no, you're complaining to me about him. You're mm-hmm. talking about him to me. You're not praying for him. And so then I began to pray for him sincerely. And so even when he would see me, he wouldn't speak, but he would speak to my husband. I mean, just so you imagine a whole organization turned on me, took my husband license. Baby, I done been down through that. And one night I was, I was just writing, uh, and I was, you know, the people that had molested me and it came down to 16 people. So I would run up on these people in the neighborhood. And like you said, they live in their lives and I'm stuck with that burden, feeling nasty, feeling like it was me. They going on living their lives, going with other people. And I had me. Because I was the one saying I was saved. I was the one saying that I was in Christ. I was his daughter. So I had to forgive these people. Then nobody come back and say nothing to me. So one day when I showed up, no, God is so gracious. Oh, my God. He is so gracious. He'll come where you are. I was at McDonald's. I'll never forget it. My daughter was driving. We was on our way to church. One of them came. One of the molesters came. And he said, Hello. Are you still married to your husband? I said, yes, I am. I said, we, our church is faith the next. You want to go? You're welcome to come anytime. It came out before I knew. <laughs> the Holy Ghost just had it came out. I said, oh, my God. I ran to church. Mom and God, I even told my husband. I said, man, I've been set free. He said, I'm a holy. He said, what's wrong with you? I said, I've been set free for real. <laughs> I've been set free for real. And so, it, like, you know, we got to put something into it, just like the bank. You cannot withdraw them, not the bank. If ain't nothing in the bank, we look, we got to work. We're not saved by work. What did the Bible tell us now? He told us about the works. Faith without works is dead. I can say I forgive them all day. I can say I love you all day, baby, but without anything behind it. Mm-hmm. And we can't just say I forgive them and go on with our lives either. Because that's when it come in when I thought I, I, I was it and I'm like, okay, well, I must be okay. Because it, it wasn't that funny fitting so much as, as it was. But one day I was in my house and I was cleaning up. It looked like my leg got heavy like lead. And in my text, the Lord spoke to me and he said, if you die right now, 
He said, you're going straight to hell. Mm. Baby, tears began to run down my face. I, I said, Lord, why? He said, you have met bitterness. Take root. Oh, like I thought, I, I thought, he said, no, you have not. I called my husband. I was crying. He thought I had, I was sick at that time. He said, baby, do I need to come? I said, no. I said, God said, if I die right now, I'm going to hell. This is the first lady. Mm. <laughs> going to church. I thought I was okay because I was waiting and hurting friends. But like you said, sometimes, because every now and then, uh, I even look at a, a post on Facebook. Why am I upset because she posted on the book, Woman of God? Mm. So we got to be careful. It's the little foxes. Mm. It's the little, why am I tripping because she's writing a post? It's a free form. It's an open form. Why am I tripping? We got to be careful. <laughs> we got to be careful. Amen. 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 Glory to God. You got to. You got to begin to question yourself. This is something I tell them in counseling or those that, you know, I mentor and coach and everything. I always tell them, um, um, question why you do what you do. Question right. why you do what you do. Even the little things, you'll begin to learn so much about you. Why did I respond that way? You know, what, what, what caused my... Um, my re- reaction or even what why did that particular thought come you know in, in my mind um, when this particular thing happened and it will begin to the Lord will begin to show you um, people of God my God um, what's really going on because we have so much stuff going on subconsciously and yeah. that we don't realize how the subconscious um, is is um, governing our lives, govern our lives, and it can be a great hindrance in our lives as well. Why? Because we never check us. We we right. never check us. We never look to see, you know, um, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why do I respond the way that I respond? Why do you said something? You said um. The same type of um, spirits. Why do I keep being um, approached in the same type of way? Right. Why do I? Why do I? These same type of things are drawn unto me. These same type of category of people is is drawn unto me. You know, we got to begin to analyze the situation, analyze what's going on, and we will find out more. Um, than the notion of what's going on in our lives and for our lives. I told you guys, I was talking about the woman who had the corn, who had the 10 corns and lost one. Amen. I'm glory to God. And you talked about identification. And so what I love about what she did in the story is that she turned on the light. Yeah. See, many of us, we're so afraid to turn on the light or we won't turn on the light, the light, the word of God. Um, we won't turn on the light. So because we won't turn on the light, we're walking around in the dark. And in the dark, in the dark, y'all know how it is. If if you just jump up in the middle of the night and you're, you're in a place um, and you just begin to move around in the dark, you can fall, you can trip, you can, you know, do all type of things that cause heart harm and danger, right, to your life. And, 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 I, and I begin to look at that approach, even in the life of believers, because sometimes, sometimes, um, you, you know how it is. I'm sure we all can even attest this as well, because you've been walking around in the dark. You you you've done things. 
right? Um, that cause you hurt, that have caused you pain, and not and and sometimes you may realize it, and sometimes you may not have realized it. That it's all stem from something that you're still holding on to. That's mm-hmm. causing even you to be attached to familiar spirits. That yeah. even cause you to continue to put yourself in places of danger, hurt, pain, confusion, and so much more. Because you know that it's something that's missing. And and you're trying to get it filled or sustained. And sometimes people run to drug addiction, alcohol addiction, sex addiction, porn addiction, food addiction, shopping addiction, work addiction, and you know, all those forms of addiction. Because I'm I'm trying to find that thing to sustain me or that thing to, to make me whole. That 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 thing, right? Um, um, that, that I, that I, that I need. And, you know, even as she was talking about, you know, um, it, it, it'll cause, because even the things that you're engaging with, it does not satisfy it. It does not make you feel, um, sustained. It does not, um, take away the pain or, or the shame or, or the hurt. And you just still going around in circles trying to figure out is something here. Yes. Something here. And so that's yes. why we got to turn on the light. That's right. Turn on the light. That's right. Turn on the light so that, amen, glory to God, you can expose. She said identify. Mm-hmm. So that thing could be exposed in your life. It, it can, the, the light is the only thing that will bring forth the exposure that is needed so that you can confront and conquer that thing that's been um, keeping you bound, keeping you in places of limitations, keeping you in places of stagnation. My God, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. You guys, yeah. amen. You can, yeah. We are, my God, we're having a powerful conversation in the church. And go ahead and get this broadcast out to your uh, on your social media platforms, on those who you know, your circle of influence, because we get definitely got another half um, um, today. Amen. Glory to God of of the program, and so we just look forward to what God is going to even release then in the church. So what we're going to do right now, amen, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, amen. And we will be right back in the church in Jesus' name. Unto God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Feels so boring. From there it's up to you. So what you wanna 
Jesus, glory to God, my God, in the name of Jesus. We're running out of time. My God, acronym ROOT. We're running out of time. We don't know what tomorrow holds. And I heard the prophetess um, speaking earlier. She said, God told her, if you die right today, 
you going to hell. You ain't making it in the kingdom now. And she said, she the first lady of the church. So, my God, uh, you know, she, she knew the, the position. She knew, uh, um, you know, what to say and how to say and how to play the part. And, my God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. But God had to reveal some things to her. He said, amen, glory to God, um, and, and, and had to show her, amen, that, that that was some things, my God, that 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 need to be um discovered and uncovered so that she can conquer amen um glory to god so that she can see him amen um glory to god thank you jesus and 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 the same thing is for us it doesn't matter our title our position our age or um whatever that it may be let us be open to self-examination. Let us be open to hear what the spirit of the true living God is saying unto us. Amen. Glory to God so that we can get it right. Amen. We can get it right. She said, look, you can't go to sleep. Amen. Um, amen. Not let the sun go down. Amen. On your, on your anger. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. You can't go to bed upset. You can't. You got to know. Amen. He said, cast your cares upon me because I care for you casting i gotta give it away i gotta give it to him i gotta place it in his hand amen glory to god and even in those places and those spaces where i just don't have the strength to give it unto him amen i got to pray so god help me release help me get this over to you because i don't want to die in bitterness i don't want to die in anger i don't want to die disappointed in, in frustration no I, I don't want to die and and not make it to you god because i ran out of time because i chose to make the decision to hold on to whatever it was that had happened in my life Ephesians tells us to get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, yeah. among along with every form of malice. Said we got to be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God has forgiven us. I want to make sure, definitely want to talk about that in this particular segment of of unforgiveness in the church woman of God because so many times we want forgiveness but it's difficult for us to um, give unto someone else the same yeah. thing that we desire in its exact measure amen um, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. I do want to welcome you back. We're going to get ready to, to engage in this conversation, but I do want to welcome each and every last one of you back to the In the Church TV and Radio broadcast. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shazorn. I'm with um, Divine Order Restoration Ministries International, where we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time, and we have none other in the studio with us, the phenomenal, amazing, powerful anointed and appointed woman of God, um, Patricia Rogers, prophetess, the founder, the CEO of Patricia Rogers Ministry. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And she served faithfully with her husband at Faith in Action. Glory to God, God's mouthpiece um, in the church with us for such a time as this. Glory to God. 
thank you, Jesus. And thank everyone for sharing this broadcast on your um, social media platforms as well. So, Prophetess, I want to just give you um, the mic um, here. And let's just deal with um, that that spirit that do not want to forgive in the same measure in which we are looking for forgiveness. Amen. And we we're on one accord because I was thinking about that as uh, we were taking a break and listening to that beautiful song. I often remind myself, it goes back to identifying and self-checking. I often say now since I've matured and I say, okay, Lord, you, for- you have forgiven me for many things. And so who am I to hold anybody hostage to anything that they do to me? I've done way more to you. And even now, we still do things, and he's still forgiven us. The Bible says he gives us new mercy every morning. In fact, you said just because we are in the church uh, and we, you know, we, we know protocol, we, we know the things of God, does not mean that we do not need, need mercy. We need mercy now even the more. And so I remind myself often of how he still forgives me. And so that helps, pushes me to forgive others. But that spirit does not want to do it. And a lot of times, uh, as I was uh we were on the break, even uh, the reason we, we, we don't want to forgive, sometimes we're consumed with the spirit of fear. Believe it or not, fear can cause us to do and not do a lot of things. Even as uh, we were talking about what we went through, I realized when I got older that uh, I had a lot of fear in me, and you talked about it, what was causing us to be drawn to the same thing, that familiar spirit. Well, because things had happened in my life, and guess what? If I would have stood up to it then, I could have stopped that devil in his track, but because I was led and overwhelmed by fear, I was afraid of what that person would do to me. I was afraid of what people would say about me. And see, the devil would fool us because they talked about me anyway. But one time when I finally got into this thing, the last person that done that, I went to God and prayed. And he said, you're coming to me asking me to do things that I have given you the power to do. Now, I hope somebody catch that, that God has given you the authority to do some things yourself. You understand? Some things, yes, we should always pray. That's what the Bible says. But I tell them there, faith and actually some things you don't have to pray about. It's just like if you see a need, there's no need to pray about that. Maybe help them folks get them some shoes. Well, God has given us the authority to stop some things. It don't matter about their faces. It don't matter. It's just like us as women of God, preachers of God or whatever, witnesses. You know, they're going to look at us. They're going to talk about us. But he'll make our face like flint. We cannot stop because of how they look at us or what they feel about us. So sometimes we're governed by fear being rejected. I was afraid of what the person was going to do to me or say to me. And so therefore, uh, even when I began to identify, I would run. And the Bible didn't tell us nothing about us running. He said that we could submit ourselves to God that the devil will flee. But see, a lot of us are running from the devil. And so Paul said in, in, in Romans, he said, look, we don't know how to pray as we ought to. He said, that's when the Holy Ghost prays for us. Because like we said, a lot of times we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to say. I, I, I didn't know who to go to. Even when I went before God, my mouth was closed. I didn't know what to say. But the Holy Ghost will make intercessions for us. And those of you on the line, if you do not have the Holy Ghost, I'm here to tell you that he still cares about you. And he will put the right people in your path. Even when I pray right now, God has to teach me to pray. And I often ask God to put the right people in your path, in that in that drug addict path. It might not be me in that person that's about to uh, commit suicide path. Put the right person in their path. So even if you don't all 
got it together. If, even if you're not mature in this thing as, as me and the woman of God is, God cares enough for you, baby, to send some help. He is a God of provision. And so he still cares for you and he'll never leave you. But you do have to know that this is a spirit. Some people don't believe in it, but the devil is just as real as God. And I tell people, please stop saying that he's dumb because he's not. The Bible said that the enemy is crafty. Please stop saying he don't have power because he does. The Bible said that God has all power. Yes, he has some power and he is crafty. He's not dumb by a long shot. He was here before we were. He lived in heaven. The dude had pipes in his loins. He was the praise team. And so we're not dealing with no rooted poop. We're not. The devil kingdom is, is ranked up, baby. They are in order. We are the one that dropped the ball. When the devil sent out his command, his imps followed. But when we dropped the ball, that God has given us the things to do. And sometimes, like I tell the people at church, our seek will get lazy. We cannot become lazy saints of God. So we have the roadmap, and there's the Bible. And if you don't know the word, and guess what? You don't have to know the word from A to Z, but that you do know. Baby, believe on that. Meditate on that and get to somebody that knows, just like on this show. This is ordained by God, by this woman of God, because somebody is on this line. Even as I begin to pray uh, on the point, the Lord showed me that there is an ancient devil. Somebody's on this line. That thing has grown up with you. It is ancient. And so you have damaged emotions. It has grown up with you. And you don't know why. You're trying to shake it. You have prayed all you know. You prayed, you cried, you cried, you prayed. You've been to the preacher. You've been, but listen, some things, even the Bible says some of these come out by fasting and praying. And so if you didn't know now, you know, if you didn't know then, you know now. That's why you're on this line. Because the woman of God obeyed God. And so we have to understand that spirit does exist. And there is a thing called possession. And so we know that if we are saved and we are in Christ, you cannot be possessed. But because we're in the church and we're talking about the church, what's going on, woman of God, the people of God are being oppressed. We're being oppressed. That means mm-hmm. that the devil works uh, on the sidelines now. That means that that's how he's trying to run us crazy. That's why when we get it together, he's trying to get our children now. He knows that's going to be on our mind because we love him. That's why when we go to church, now the sister sitting on the back on the bench, there's a Hannah and Panaya there. That's my sister. You want to vex me all day. See, he's working from the sideline. So he's trying to keep us oppressed, keep that monkey on our back. And some of you are having flashbacks of the things that happened to you. I know, I know, because I did too. And just because you had a flashback, that doesn't mean you're not delivered, but we're not able to forget like God. But we, and that's what's hard for us. Sometimes we say, I'm going to forgive, but I can't forget. God never told you to forget. When we say forgive, that means not hold score. We're not holding them hostage anymore. If you step on my toe, I'm going to remember you're the one that broke it now. I'm going to remember that, but I'm not going to hold it against you if, when I forgive you. And so sometimes we make it hard because we talk a certain way. We got to learn how to talk the Bible talk. We got to learn how to talk the way the Lord wants to talk. Life and death lies in our tongue. Stop saying what we cannot do because we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Yes, yes, we can do it. If the woman of God did it and preached that funeral, baby, if I did it and 16 people molested and raped me, threw me in a field, left me to die, and I'm on the phone to talk to you, and I want to say this too before I give to you, woman of God, the Lord, he told me this to, while on the break. Also, a lot of times when you are dealing with things like this, and like you said, drawn to certain people, because I used to be uh, needy people. Oh, my God, needy people. I said, God, what am I doing? What's going on? But sometimes that's going to be your ministry. 
you said it earlier, woman, God, you know, we dealing with people in the church and hurting people and hurt people, hurt people. It's true. And so I'm called to the reject. And get, you know what? Everything I've been through, I'm called to that very group. The Lord told me I was going to be a deliverer of the very thing that I came out of. So guess who come to me? Women that have been raped. Guess who come to me? Women that de- that's been beating. Guess who come to me? Women that have low stuff. Because see, that was, that's going to be my ministry. But the devil was trying to forfeit it. But God was trying to burst something in me. Oh, and so that's why I'm called to that. And so even being called, as you know, the devil still would try to influence people in high position because they'll say things like that. I don't know why you go to them. Girl, that ain't, that ain't for me. Well, well, it's not for you. Okay. I'm called to do what I'm called to do. Just like you're doing this show, you're called to help the people in the church because people don't want to realize and admit that things go on in the church because people are in the church. I hear people say, I want to go to a perfect church. It stopped being perfect time. You walked on the, on the uh, mm-hmm. step. There is no perfect church. There is no perfect person. When he said perfect, he meant mature. We are not flawless. But we can mature in this thing, and we can love, and we can forgive people. I want y'all to hear me. You can forgive him. You can forgive her. And guess what? Lastly, forgive yourself. you got to forgive yourself, too. I tried to commit suicide, and I'm talking about I did it all three times the last time. I was dead to the world for two days. They thought I was dead. Then when I woke up, they was pumping my stomach. And I didn't have no better sense to be mad at God because he didn't let me die. I said, why did you let me die? If, if he ain't ready for you, he ain't going to be because he still has something for me to do. And so we got to learn to stand up and be what God wants to be. He's trying to birth the thing. That's why you got to let that mess go. God can't really use you if you have low self-esteem because that's going to be a hindrance. So he's going he gonna to stir up something in you, something in your life going to get to rumbling. It's going to make you uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you now, ministry is inconvenient. It's just a ministry. And if, if it's not inconvenient, it ain't ministry. And if you don't want to do ministry and can't stand to be inconvenient, don't do it. Because it's inconvenient. Jesus was inconvenient on that cross, hurt it for us, died for us. He didn't do nothing. And so God told me one time, who are you? To even you don't even have the right to take your own life. I don't even belong to me. So it's just a lot that we, I thank God for the show. I hope you all take something from the y'all listeners to know that if, if I can do it and if she can do it, and some of you have already begun to do it, but sometimes you get stopped in your tracks, but don't stop. Just keep on doing it. See, the devil trying to make you think your efforts are not good enough. And you might as well stop. No, just keep it moving. Keep moving in God. The Lord is a present help in the time of trouble, honey. He's everything you need. It's something that God is trying to birth in you, and the devil is angry. That's why he come after the women, because he knows that we are life givers, and we can give life to anything. And so he's angry because he wants to give life to his purpose. But the, the Lord changed that, David. He changed it. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You can do it. You can um, be free. Amen. Um, Gordica, you yeah. don't, it's a choice. I love it. She said, um, God said that you keep coming to me, asking me to do something I've already given you the power to do. In Deuteronomy, he tells us, you know, I give you um, a choice. Right. That's right. Um, to choose life and prosperity or death and destruction. But I, 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 I 
I want you to choose life. And in the choosing of life, she said something is, um, when I choose life, I choose God. And I choose to, she said it earlier, she said, be obedient. She said, be led by the Spirit. She said, just just be obedient to what it is that God is saying, to the will of God, the perfect will of God. And that means I have to die to my flesh. You know, prophet is talking real good. You guys know I'm always encouraged to say, hey, what your 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 message, your ministry, amen, word of God, it, it, it is birthed out of your mess, out, out of yes, your God. test, your testimony um, is developed. And, you know, um, right now we, we, uh, we have a book that's an anthology released soon, and it's called Meant for Your Good. Developed in the midst of the disaster, amen. So you you don't even know. You can't even begin to understand and comprehend that everything that you've been through. Look, it is going to be God used. It is God used for the purpose, it for is. God's purpose that He's called forth in your life. Everything, I, you know, everything, everything that He has brought you through. You alive. You made it alive through it when other people died in it. You made it alive. Why? Because God is going to use you, amen, in that Pacific area. I tell you guys all the time, your purpose is to deliver the promise of God into someone else's life. And all your life, God has been training you. You've been having on-the-job training, personal experience. Amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus on how to be victorious, how to overcome. And so, and when we come into the light of God's word and understand that, you know what? I have victory over every attack of the enemy, every weapon that the enemy has formed in my life. That not a one prosper, that I am victorious. I'm more than a conqueror. In Christ Jesus, and I'm telling you, Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, uh, uh, and and I'm just gonna talk to somebody right now. That pain, that pain right there, Amen. Um, glory to God. If you can just trust God with that pain, with the hurt, with the Jesus. with the agony, Amen. Glory to God. That pain is gonna turn into purpose. Jesus. You're gonna find the will of God for your life right in the midst. Of 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 what it what you think is chaos, what you feel that is confusion, and right there in, in in the midst of your disappointment, Hallelujah, glory to God. God said, "No, Amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, Hallelujah." That that thing wasn't meant to cause you to be depressed. It was meant to develop you, to develop you on purpose, Amen, for purpose, in purpose, so that you can, uh, my God, you can arise and walk through um the doors of destiny that God has called forth in your life, so that He could use you to help those who have been through the same things that he has transitioned you through my god um in the name of jesus but you got to come out so you can go back and help others to come out to be set free yes even moses glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah see he, he had to leave egypt for a while he he left egypt for about 40 years. And, and see, the thing about Moses is, you know, he was raised up in Pharaoh's house. 
he was raised up in Pharaoh's house and um and and he began to see his 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 brothers his um his his brothers amen um glory to god israel um them being mistreated by guess what uh pharaoh the egyptians he, he seen that and he didn't like it and so something balled up on the inside of him and and so he he he, he killed amen i'm um, the egyptian and he had to find wind, wind up having to flee for a season just so he can come back in to egypt and set israel free to lead Israel into the promised land. And so even while, before he went back to Egypt, he had to have an encounter with God. Right there at the burning bush. <laughs> right there at the burning bush. And amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And, and God wants you to encounter him. Yeah. God wants you to have a burning bush experience. And that even right there in your inquiry unto God, even as my God, um, hallelujah, you encounter him. He said, I'm going to consume because he's a consuming fire. Yes. And he'll consume your hurt and your pain, your disappointment. He will purify your heart. That you will no longer even operate in the residue of your past. And that when he do a thing, you're going to be able to um, be unleashed into your purpose, be unleashed into your destiny. Uh, um, Prophet was talking about earlier, she was talking about angry prophecy. Just like people getting anger, you know, prophesying and anger, preaching and teaching in, in, in their pain and their hurting and their disappointment. Yeah. And you can hear it and see it all over them. But God said, you ain't going to be like that. So, because I'm going right. right there at, at the burning bush, I'm going to consume everything that has um, hurt you, that have disappointed you, that have echoed up, I see that have bound you, my God, um, that I had you in a desolute state, <coughs> a destitute state. So I'm going to consume all of all of that so that you can be purified, that you will be spotless without a wrinkle, without a blemish. But, amen, glory to God, you just have to be willing to surrender. That's right. Be willing to surrender. And in your surrenderance, my God, God is going to defeat your foes. Mm -hmm. God is going to do it on your behalf. Why? Because he got purpose for you. He He got an assignment um, specifically for you that you have been custom designed um, to do that only you can do it that's why your journey has been the way it's been because hmm. he's been preparing you for destiny and you're the one with the anointing i know sometimes you uh, amen glory to god and some of y'all god speaking to and you just like let some such and such do it let somebody else do it and things of that nature I mean, everybody ain't qualified 
You are the one that is called, qualified, chosen, and appointed for that thing. Somebody can probably try to do it, but they will not have the impact and influence that you'll have. Why? Because your DNA, your 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 DNA, your your footprint, your thumbprint, it is gonna activate it as it, it brings forth the activation of, of of the anointing and the power of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, to bring forth the healing and deliverance of God. Amen. As you allow him to use you, but you gotta be set free first. My God, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. Oh my God and hallelujah. He's ready. He's he's open. His arm is open. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Waiting for your cry. The psalmist said, I, I called out to the Lord and he delivered me from all of my fears. He delivered me from all of my troubles. And he's ready to deliver you. You just open up your mouth and surrender unto him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Prophet, I'm going to give Thank it you to Jesus. you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Thank glory you, to God. Here the God. Spirit of the Lord is in, on this line. Yes, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And Thank we you, thank Jesus. him. Bye-bye. Oh, glory to your name, we thank you for your spirit, God. Do what you came to do in the name of Jesus. And I feel I, I feel Gideon, uh, the Gideon spirit on here. Some of you, you know, Gideon, God wants to use him to deliver Israel. And he said, it couldn't be me because I'm the low of the low. I'm the lowest in my family. Some of you think that you are the lowest. He can't, he can't be talking about you, but yes, he's talking about you. If you notice in the Bible, those that he you are, they were weak. They were bad boys. They were bad women in the Bible. But guess what? They left legacies there. Jesus' grandmama, Rahab, was a prostitute, baby. God uses Ordinary people, he uses, like she said earlier, the very thing that hurts you. He uses your pain. He uses it because he trusts you. Oh, I feel God. He's using you. The reason you're going through it and you're coming out of it, you're going to come out, is because he trusts you. Anybody else that went with you, what you're going through or went through would have lost their mind by now. They couldn't handle it. But you did it. You've already won. You already have the victory already, but you're still doubting yourself. You need to come out of Lodabar. I hear the Lord say, come out of that low place, honey. Get, get that stinking thinking out of the way and begin to think the way God wants you to think. Ask God to lend you his eyes so you can see yourself the way he sees you because he says you are wonderfully and fearfully made. You are somebody in him. You can do it through him. He's there to help you. I'm telling you, now you know this is just not no talk. We're not just uh, running our mouths. She, she don't have this show on just for nothing. Listen, this is not nothing fake. We are products of what God can and will do. We are products of his healing, the healing of your emotions, your mind, your body, your will, even the physical. Jesus died for more than just your physical, for back pain. No, no, he died for the whole man. He cares about how you feel. He cares that you're hurt. He cares that you're angry. Some of you have even blamed God because you didn't understand. And right now, I need you to repent right where you are. 
You blame God for the things that happen because you saying, well, would a God allow me to go through this? Where was God? But sometimes God is quiet. What, what do you do when he is quiet? You sit there and you trust the Bible. Say, I will wait on the Lord. And if you wait, he will renew your strength. So God is here. He's here right now on this line waiting to deliver you. The question that I always ask people, do you really want to be delivered or do you just want relief? Because there is a difference. Sometimes we just want a little break from that thing. But do you really want to be delivered? Because sometimes now deliverance can be ugly. Because she said it earlier, when being delivered, I see me. Yeah, but aren't you glad the Bible said to them, God said those he loved, he chasing, he chastised. It ain't nothing, but he loved you so much. That's why you can't do what you want to do. Some of you, you can't think nothing. You're like, God, I can't get away with nothing. No, you cannot. Because he loved you so much, and that is the stirring of the Holy Ghost. That is the convicting of the Holy Ghost. I tell people you ought to be glad when you are convicted, baby, because when you stop hearing the voice of God, now you're in trouble. You ought to be glad that he won't let you sleep. You ought to be glad he makes you get up and go down the street and knock on that door and tell him you're sorry. Please forgive me. You ought to be glad that you didn't kill your husband when the devil told you to. You ought to be glad that you put that pedal down and you didn't throw that hot grease. You ought to be glad that you didn't go to the school and act a fool. Baby, you better obey God. You better listen to the unction of the Holy Ghost and come out. It's okay about going through, because when you're going through a thing, you're coming out, baby. Look to the hill from which cometh your help, because all of your help come from the Lord. You are victorious in Jesus. You are. The number 40 means trials. It means probation. Uh, some of you have been on probation, but then at the end of the number 40, it says that it ends in victory. You're going to end in victory, baby. Victory is right around the corner. If you just hold on. If you just hold on and press, persevere, this thing going to end in victory. We, it's just not for us. It's just not for us. It is for you. Some of you can either take charge, take a stand. The Bible says, how can he come in and take over the house unless he take down the strong man? And that don't mean in gender. Some of, some of you are women on here, but you are the strong man in your house, in the spirit. And so you need to take control over your house. You need to go through there and anoint your house. You just speak life over your house. Speak life back into your children. Even if you have an unsaved husband, husband, if you're on here, you have an unsaved wife. The Bible said they are sanctified through the uh, uh, wife. Listen, if we do what we're supposed to do, Let's get delivered and take the shackles off of us. Let's get delivered, baby. Unforgiveness has been there too long. It's keeping us from things. Our children might have couldn't come in by now, but we're holding it up. Just obey God. It's that simple, baby. Just do it. You heard what the apostle said. She did it. She did it. You heard me. I did it. I struggled. Yeah. Did, did I want to do it? No, not really. I want to please God, but I did what I had to do so that I could be a use for my God. God has needed you. There is a group of people that are waiting just for you. They're waiting. Don't keep them waiting. You have the answer in your mouth. The answer to that problem is in your mouth. Some of you have healing in your hands. You need to obey. And get to work for the Lord. The Bible said, occupy till I come. I promise you, if you get busy for God, you won't have time to be not forgiving people. If you get busy for God, you won't have time to put the finger at nobody. If you get busy for God, baby, those little thoughts won't have time to take a seat there. But get busy 
for God. God wants to use you. Somebody need to tell, they need to hear your testimony and don't be afraid. Tell what he allows you to tell and help somebody be delivered. It don't matter if you sold your body. It don't matter if you used to go to the club. Baby, I, don't, I hear people say, I've been saved all day and don't even have I done. Well, good for you because I ain't been saved all my life. I was raised up in holiness, but I wasn't always holy. But I thank God for his mercy and his grace. I thank God for being a loving God. I thank him for being a forgiving God. Y'all know some of you should have been dead. What if we would have died in unforgiveness? What if we would have closed our eyes being mad at that person? We got to thank God. We got a right to thank him. We got to praise him right now, right here on this phone. We got to praise him on this broadcast because God has given us another chance. He's not just a God of a second chance. He's a God of a chance. 